Welcome to Stories from the Midland. On Monday, we observe Memorial Day. On that day, you may find the soldier, marine, airman, or sailor in your life with their eyes upcast or downcast a little more than normal. You may find a widow or widower paying a little more attention to that picture on the mantelpiece of the service member who never came home. You may find a mother or a father who are a little more quiet than usual or that may feel the need to share the stories of an absent family member from their time in service. In observance of Memorial Day, Trevor Phipps has written and is presenting an episode that describes the holiday and talks about the tradition of the red poppies. At the close of this episode, Tommy Allen will also provide some commentary. Trevor Phipps. To many, Memorial Day is a time where people party and host barbecues for the three-day weekend and celebrate the unofficial start of the summer season. To others, the holiday means something much deeper as they use the day to give thanks to their fallen friends and family members who gave their lives to protect this country. Many people, especially veterans, take this American holiday very seriously. In fact, saying Happy Memorial Day could prompt some war veterans to frown upon that statement. What's happy about it? One local veteran said after being told the common phrase. The fact is that the veteran was right to say that there is nothing quote happy about this particular holiday because it is one that was started to remember those that made the ultimate sacrifice to protect the USA. So what is the history of this well-known holiday and when did it actually start? While the roots as to when people first started celebrating this holiday have been up to debate for over a century. What is known is that the tradition came about shortly after the Civil War. Back in those days, the holiday was known as Decoration Day. The controversy of who first celebrated Decoration Day. It is a commonly known fact that the U.S. Civil War still holds the record of being the war that had the most casualties out of any major conflict in the country. According to the History Channel website, more than 620,000 people died in the internal conflict that struck the nation between 1861 and 1865. After the Civil War, many people held their own celebrations to commemorate their own fallen heroes. The first celebration of this kind actually took place in Charleston, South Carolina. According to an article written on History.com, during the Civil War, Charleston was home to several prison camps that held Union soldiers. One of the camps was located at an old horse track in the city where many of the soldiers died and were buried. Three weeks after the Confederate surrender, an unusual procession entered the former camp, the article said. On May 1, 1865, more than 1,000 people recently freed from enslavement, accompanied by regiments of the U.S. colored troops, including the Massachusetts 54th Infantry and a handful of white Charlestonians, gathered in the camp to consecrate a new proper burial site for the Union dead. The group sang hymns, gave readings, and distributed flowers around the cemetery, which they dedicated to the martyrs of the race course. However, the holiday's official founder, General John Logan, issued a decree in May 1868 saying that May 30th should be nationally commemorated as a day to celebrate the nation's fallen heroes. Legend has it that Logan picked that particular day because it was one day where no historic Civil War battles occurred. But 
other previous accounts allege that the holiday took place when flowers were in their full bloom in late May. The 30th of May, 1868, is designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers or otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet churchyard in the land, Logan proclaimed. Memorial Day as everyone knows it. For years, Decoration Day was celebrated on various dates, and it was known as being a day to honor all of those, whether in the North or South, that sacrifice themselves. However, after World War I, the holiday changed to being one that honors all war veterans. According to the Public Broadcasting System, PBS, website, in 1971, Congress passed a Uniform Monday Holiday Act and established that Memorial Day was to be commemorated on the last Monday of May. A different article from the History Channel said that the move to change the holiday's official date was made to give federal employees a three-day weekend. The law passed that year and officially changed the name of the holiday from Decoration Day to Memorial Day to celebrate fallen war heroes from all of the wars and conflicts the U.S. military participated in. Memorial Day Traditions the earliest traditions include gathering at a cemetery for fallen soldiers and placing flowers on their graves. And in many places, including local cemeteries, this tradition still takes place on the holiday. During World War I, Canadian Lieutenant Colonel John McCrae spotted a field of red poppies just after a major battle had ended. The scene prompted him to write a poem called We Shall Keep the Faith to begin a campaign to make the poppy a symbol of tribute to all who died in war. To this day, many still wear red poppies to celebrate. Another tradition that many don't know about is that there is a national moment of silence at 3 p.m. in each time zone every Memorial Day to celebrate the nation's beloved fallen heroes. While the memories of those service members we lost never leave our hearts, Memorial Day is the day set aside for that remembrance to be brought into sharper focus. Please remember that Happy Memorial Day, no matter how well-intentioned, is not an appropriate greeting to give a veteran. We have Veterans Day on November 11th as the day of celebration and appreciation of those military members that fought for us. But the purpose of Memorial Day is to remember and honor those military members who are no longer with us, those who made the ultimate sacrifice, those whose helmets we touched or dog tags we held in prayer, the items perched on a weapon driven into the ground between their boots forming the battlefield cross. Those who, because of their ultimate sacrifices, came home not in seats on planes or berths on ships, but in coffins, our nation's flag draped over them. So if you have a veteran in your life or a family member of someone who fell in battle, lend them a bit of your understanding and your peace. Hold their hand a little tighter, or maybe give them an extra hug with a smile to remind them of the goodness those sacrifices have brought. To those who are veterans or family members remembering those lost, I ask you with all of my heart to do so gently. Behavior that hurts you or someone else is a hard and twisted road to honoring their memory. But if you can remember your lost ones with a smile, no matter how slight, no matter how tear-filled or heavy-hearted, 
It will make their memory all the more radiant. Share their stories and let their sacrifices be the pinnacle of the pride and honor that is the material of which this country is built and that sustains us even now. And if you are not a veteran or connected to a soldier, marine, airman, or seaman that has been lost, I ask of you that at three o'clock on Monday, Memorial Day, you observe a quiet moment in remembrance of those that sacrificed for us. And in that moment, you will join with us as a member of the great and honorable family that is the citizen of the United States of America. This is Master Sergeant Allen Thomas L., U.S. Army, retired. And on behalf of Trevor Phipps, we look forward to having you join us for more Stories from the Midland.